and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever here on the Sideshow Network. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And here we are again. Yeah. Are you going to cut that part out from earlier? What part? Tentacle Dick Superman part? Yes. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, no. Well, well, yeah, because we didn't start talking. This is... (laughs) You should keep the whole thing. No. You should keep the whole thing. No. 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 You're no fun. <laughs> we could talk about it. Yeah, but then I gotta say everything I already said. Well, we were—I figured we were just gonna address this, this, these uh, Superman things. All right, well, we can talk about it right now. Well, right. So basically, there's a there's a new picture that came out uh, the week that we were taping this, that of the of the new Superman. Yes. Uh, who's going to be the TV Superman? Who's yes. going to be? On the Supergirl show, yes, and the the official picture that was released is strange for me because his head looks smushed. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm not sure how I felt about it. But then I was on Instagram, and a friend of mine, yeah, had posted a picture of him taken on set where he looks much better and mm-hmm. has dead ass, basically, <laughs> <laughs> dat so i was saying that he kind of looks like a superman that you would see in a porn parody yeah but i but i was saying he's gonna swing both ways yeah 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 yeah. oh i you know i think superman already does that's my personal well he's into everything well yeah i figured he's an alien why not he's He's an alien he's like i could i can put it anywhere yeah but i feel like it's probably like a tentacle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like he's gonna give you the super squeeze with his tentacle penis. Yeah. That's what he calls it. I my my um rap. My thing about Squeeze. he just he looks like Kumail Nanjiani to me though. I think I would enjoy a Kumail Superman. I actually just, here's the thing though, could. I don't think I would. I like I mean Kumail's great on uh you know uh, the shows that he's on. Like I was on blanking on Silicon Valley. Yeah. Um but I don't want to see him as Superman. I just feel that we need more we needed more of a, a Henry Cavill type of man mm. or Richard, you know what? Christopher Reeve type of man. Cause Christopher Reeve by far oh, is yeah. the best Superman. Like yes. if you're looking like a, what a definitive Superman looks like, it was Christopher Reeve. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, agreed. You know, Henry Cavill looks great. Uh, Brendan Routh. I thought he, okay. he was fine. He's probably the best actor Superman. I think. What does that mean? Or maybe, I don't know. There was something about, he did a good job of trying to carry on Christopher Reeve's Superman. Yeah, that was maybe, what he maybe, was trying maybe, to maybe do. that's what I'm trying to get at. Because it I, was I feel still like, weird. Because that's a movie. That's a movie. Like the the acting isn't terrible. No, but the story is miserable. But the story is ass. The Story is a disaster. But it's one of those movies where it's, it's like deadbeat kind of, dad Superman, <laughs> and I don't even know what the fuck was going on with Lois Lane. Yeah. That, uh, uh, what? Well, you know, she was but, basically, you know. Aside from sleeping with Cyclops. Well, the thing about her who is that, also was a really great guy in that movie. Well, James Marsden gets shit on. He lot. really does. <laughs> I think I want to say I want to say that in this movie, in this Superman Returns, Superman is is if if anything is third build <laughs> because I mean I don't know if he's actually is actually like that, but he is third build because Kevin Spacey is the big star. Well, yeah, and Kate Bosworth is. Much was a much bigger star than Brandon Routh at the time, mm-hmm. you know, even though he was Superman. Yeah, but you know, 
I digress. James Marston didn't even get billed. No, you don't. Because <laughs> he constantly gets shit on every single time. It's not like he does a bad job. Like he's just an actor. Well, no, but that's the thing. But he's like, playing. But he's but, but he's known as playing Cyclops, and Cyclops is one of the shittiest people. I know, but that's not his fault. No, I know that. But he just it's just it's kind of <laughs> like a good job. Kind of like Cyclops. that guy who kind of like uh, what what's his fucking I don't, Carlos. Uh, what's his name on uh, the Flash? I don't know the actor's name, but he plays Vibe. Oh yeah, yeah, Vibe. You know, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't care who you become. You can become, you can go on to win a million Oscars. I'm still going to not like you because you played Vibe and Vibe sucks. I just do not like Vibe. Even though he's not terrible in that show. He's not terrible in that show. But, but you just but don't he, like the character but of the Vibe. the fact that he plays a person. A, the a character, character that you don't like. That I don't like that I, you know, I did not like. You actively despise, I would say. I don't know why. And the thing is, you're anti-vibe, and he's useful in the Lego games because he has, you know, you don't need to use. He has the the Sonic powers Mm -hmm. to break Lego glass. You don't need the special Batman suit to do that, right? You can just use vibe, but you still don't like. But I still don't like him. Anti-vibe, but the yeah, but and and on the Flash, he's fine. I mean, he's fun. I mean, it's it's a bit. He's a bit, you know, like it's a bit hammy. Well, the character, but I think that's kind of where kind of the point. Though. I think kind of kind of that show in that in the first place. The show is kind of kind of hammy. Oh yeah, it's campy. It's campy, but it's fun. It's campy, and it's got it's got a lot of heart to it too. It does, which I appreciate. Although I think this season's going to be a fucking mess. I just feel like because considering the previews and stuff like that, mm, I haven't seen the previews yet. I still want to see Supergirl before it finally comes to CW because yeah. I had to make the hard choice of between Supergirl and Gotham. Well, shit, this one has and Red I made Tornado. the wrong choice <laughs> by watching Gotham. <laughs> I think I think everybody made the wrong choice with Gotham. Just nothing but wrong choices. Yeah, but it's still coming back. So, anyways, uh, how are we talking? Oh, we were talking about the yeah Superman. We we're talking so. about Superman and, and dicks. Yeah, sure. Um, so I guess let's get into our books. Yep. Uh, we need to talk about the Uncanny X Men. Hmm. Number 192 from April 1985. Yep. I would say we don't do a lot of X-Men on this No, show. we don't. We don't because the, the X-Men is kind of like Spider-Man where, you know, we find them a bit to be a bit tedious. I like the X-Men more than Spider-Man, though. I, yeah, I agreed. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's hard for me to read the X-Men because, I mean, I loved the, car- the cartoon, mm-hmm. obviously, when I was a kid. It was... I'd set my fucking alarm to get out of bed. Oh, I, think every, I, think, I, think, I think every it was great. Cool, you know, nerdy, cool kid. Yeah, no, I, I used all that. the time. Um, so I don't hate X Men comics. I just don't go out of my way to find them. It was one of those ones. Even even here's the thing. I love the cartoon. I love the toys. I loved things about them. But I was never like I need to buy X Men comics. Yeah, I never like, got especially because I also came in when I was reading them i was into it around the time when there was a lot of uh you know special covers and spinoffs and mm-hmm. it, it just it got mm-hmm. really crowded yeah and really hard to to enjoy because there was so much coming at you at once and right you know it, it gets like, pretty impenetrable it, yeah it was like because it was like you know age of apocalypse and generation x and this thing and that thing and i was like right, you know what whatever and yeah. I, I mean i had a bunch of those books i had a bunch of those books but i did not Typically, I didn't. I just could not get into it. And I feel that kind of still carries over today. But yeah. so anyway, so One Candy X Men number one ninety two from April nineteen eighty five. It uh, on the cover we have 
uh, Rogue. We have we have Rogue, Nightcrawler, and Colossus. Yes. And they are all infected. Circuity. They're all infected with techno-organic circuitry because Warlock's father, Magus, hmm. has showed up to uh, to wreak havoc. You know, Warlock being not not War not Adam Warlock, but Warlock's uh, Warlock from the New Mutants, who is okay. the techno organic alien. Oh, okay. Who that answers? I was thinking we were talking your Warlock. No, no, which is funny because Adam Warlock. No, it's funny because the Magus and Warlock are you know terms that are exclusive to that to that story as well. But for some reason they decided to use them here too, which I don't understand. Why just call somebody else? Call him like Circuity McCircuit. <laughs> or something, you know, or he beard like, circuit monster. He could be cowardly lion made with fucking circuitry because that's what he looks circuit, like. Yeah, or something, you know. But that's because basically, because on the cover you have uh, Magus infecting them, and you know he's, you know, they're all circuiting. covered in circuiting and all that stuff. So, yikes. Yep. Um. So in the, co- the actual the title of the book is Fun and Games, mm-hmm. and we have on the cover here or in the fir- first page. First page, we start with the Colossus. He is yanking. Something a big, a big old rock with a handle, yeah. And I've I've actually uh, Colossus is one of my I I like Colossus a lot. I've always yeah, I've always that. I've always enjoyed him. I, I like him. I, I think he's a good character. So I was excited to see him in this book. I will say real quick, we are reading a Chris Claremont book. Yeah. So this is kind of high class for us. Oh shit! This is kind of like there's an actual like there's a this story has like a beginning middle and end and like no people do things that make sense we're kind of spoiling ourselves so yeah it's weird we're we're drinking diet water here guys (laughs) diet water what the fuck is diet water or whatever we're we're drinking we're drinking fiji this is uh (laughs) this is the fiji water of comics um so he's about to yank off this big stone he yanks out this big stone and because i guess apparently him nightcrawler and rogue I don't know why they're not training. I think they just wanted to go outside because they even say like, oh, this is more fun than being in the, the, the room. Yeah. So they're basically all out training. So they're fighting each other. Yeah. And Nightcrawler, who apparently is the leader of the X-Men at this point. At this point, which yes. Which I was not aware was a thing. Yeah, well, he's he's like the field leader. Yeah. Basically. Uh, he is beating the fuck out of them, basically. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's bamfing everywhere. Yeah, bamf. He's, bamf. you know, he's causing, you know, he's misdirecting, you know, uh, Colossus. Yeah, he and, makes Colossus like fall off a cliff into like a big lake, and then Rogue comes and he like puts her his hands over her eyes so she can't see, and then he drops her in a lake. Yeah, he gets her, gets her in a lake and stuff, and it's uh, you know he's just um, and he's like, haha, that was fun, but you know we need to do better because Professor X will replace us with one of the the younger mutants. Yeah. So basically, like. Being on a team for Professor X is probably like being one of Donald Trump's wives. Yeah. Like you're always worried he's going to replace you with somebody younger. Yeah, you could be super expendable. Yeah. So he like, uh, so Rogue is like, ah, oh, Colossus, we'll get him next time, you know? Yeah. And, and he, Colossus he, is having a sad. Well, he's having a sad ultimately because, so he went away to Secret Wars and he met some he met so, fortune so, teller? so what happens is in Secret Wars they go to this planet mm-hmm. and you know they go to Battle World and at one point they go to, they come across like this alien village whatever that has been uh transported there as well cuz like basically Battle World is just a bunch of different 
pieces of a world. Right. Like at one point, actually, because actually it's funny. Uh, there's also like a town in Colorado that's chunked in there too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how that's how the the Spider Woman and uh, the new Spider Woman, the Julia, the the the, the, the new Spider Man is introduced in that book. Uh, Julia Carpenter, as well uh-huh. as uh, um somebody Titania or whatever, because they're they're just a bunch of locals and they're right. like. Hey, now we got superpowers. Right. Um, so, but there's a alien village and there's this girl in there named Zaji or whatever her mm-hmm. name is. And she's a healer. Mm-hmm. She, doesn't, it's, she doesn't speak any, any human dialect. Right. But she comes to like, or she, she gives the impression that both that she's, she loves Peter mm-hmm. or Colossus. And she also loves human torch. Human Torch in that storyline is all about fucking that poor alien girl. <laughs> and Peter's just like, oh my God, like he just, he falls for her heart. But, Peter, you know, but, you know, Human Torch is like, no, I'm going to fuck her. I'm going to, I'm going to fuck her. You know, like he is so like, you know, and Ben's just like, eh, you know, and Hulk's like, Hulk, watch too, you know. <laughs> does Human Torch fuck her? I don't know. I think he does. I think, or think something like he's, you know, he's, he's get cause she's, cause she's like alien language smile. And he's like, Oh yeah. All right, baby. Yeah. <laughs> alien dick. He's like, yeah, you ever see one of these? You know how that <laughs> is, you know, you know how one of these works. <laughs> you want to see my human crank? <laughs> no. Human crank. Human crank. Anyways. So, but so he's having an issue because, cause Kitty pride is coming back. Right. His uh, underage girlfriend. Yeah, it's coming. Good job, back. Colossus. Yeah, Colossus. Colossus has got some issues. They all have issues. Well, it's yeah, it's X-Men. Colossus is a pedophile. <laughs> human Torch. She's like, oh no, it's Chris Hansen. <laughs> and Human Torch is, uh, I don't know. He's a he's a fucking vibrator. I don't know what his problem is. He's <laughs> like, I must fuck all the ladies. Yeah. Um. So he's uh he's upset because you know Katie's coming back from uh somewhere Japan with uh Oh that's right with Wolverine. Wolverine cuz they just had a mini series together. Yeah. And so he just cuz Wolverine goes to Japan and does like you know cha 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 Wolverine's always over there doing Wolverine. Yeah, he's things. smoking cigars, he's being stupid. He's been Wolverine. He's being Wolverine and then uh she's coming back and he's like, "Oh, I should have you know I, I didn't want to see her." You know, cause right. cuz like, they you, you, they went to go pick her up. Right. Professor X and, and Storm went to the airport to go get her. Yeah. And they're like, well, you could have gone with her. He's like, I have caused her so much pain. Meh. Uh. Whatevs. So he, um, so anyway, so they're bullshitting. And then for some reason. I don't know. Nightcrawler starts like bothering Rogue and like tickling her. And so she, because she's, hab- she absorbed Carol Danvers. She absorbed Carol Danvers' memories, and she also absorbed some sort of psionic abilities that Carol has, and so she's uh, had. So she's trying to like. They're trying to figure out if she actually has that ability. It's yeah. like her seventh sense or something. Yeah, and she's trying like with the cosmic awareness. That's what Captain Marvel had too, right? And uh, I'm, I feel like I'm probably getting a bunch of this wrong, but she's probably you know she's kind of like trying to like come you know maybe try to help colossus you know think about stuff yeah because that's what she said she's like well i'm not very good at relationships but maybe carol danvers can can give you a hand yeah. and then nightcrawler's like yeah but what about that sense and she's like i don't know i don't have it if it's in there um and then so nightcrawler's trying to like get it out of her by like tickling her and he like she slaps him into a 
wall. Well, she she, she kind of she kind of freak kind of she kind of like she yeah she's tickling her and it's like creepy because like you see, talk, you like, see him like you. bamfing all around her and like grabbing her. Yeah, it's really gross. It's really gross. And she hits him. I think she does, he doesn't hit the wall. I think she saves him because she realizes how hard she hits him. Right. And she's like, oh my god, I'm probably gonna, probably could have killed him. Right. And, and she's like, oh, I could have killed you. And then he's like, oh, fair maiden, would you kiss me? And then she like obviously freaks out. Because she's rogue and she can't touch anything with right. her skin. And so he, she, she drops him in the lake and he's like, oh, I'm so stupid. Like, I shouldn't have done that. And you're like, yeah, really? You should have fucking thought of that first. He's like, now I feel bad because, you know, she can't fuck and she must feel bad about it. And I'm like, yeah, she does feel bad about it. But like, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Rogue obviously cannot have any skin to skin human contact. Yeah. Okay, I get that. But there's nothing else. There's like no way that she could still enjoy pleasure without that. Well, yeah, I mean, she totally should. Right? She could use a device. Right, I mean, like, she could get with a guy, he could use a a toy. She could give him a hand job wearing a silk glove. Like, what Mm. the hell? Like, you could still do these things. Silky. But apparently, it's just no because there's no skin. Well, it's also the yeah. They're, they, they, it's not Marvel. It's like they're sitting there. Marvel's being, not thinking about it. It's like, not like it's not like there's, it's not like there's a. It's not like Marvel that the eighties isn't like drawing panels of 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 uh, fucking uh, Nightcrawler and uh, Colossus being like she could use a dildo. Well, I mean, I guess I that's always that's always then. I know, but that's always been like the the thing with Rogue is they're always like she can never touch anybody, so she's always miserably alone and blah blah blah. And I'm like, you never met one guy who was like, hey, I know we can't skin to skin touch, but I've got an idea. Like nobody ever. There's nothing, nothing like that. No, they're and all. And all the time that Gambit tried to fuck her, he never thought of that. No, no, no. <sighs> he's not. A good ladies' man. Apparently, nobody who writes for Marvel is. Marvel knows, knows how to please a woman. I mean, they're like, oh, sex is only penis and vagina. Therefore, she can never have it. She must be sad. <laughs> Let's not do anything, any other possibilities. They have a, they have a big sign that just says, it says donut and hot dog. <laughs> yes. It's just that sausage party movie. Yeah. <laughs> which, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh I think what was it last week you shared the trailer with me? I did Cause it, because cause it's been out for what's just been out for a while, but yeah. I I just haven't paid attention. I to hadn't it. either, and then I saw it, and I was like, I can't be the only one to see this. I, I I think I said this to you. I said if we go see that movie, I will be screaming the entire time <laughs> because holy fuck, we will not be seeing that movie. It's horrifying. It's a terrifying premise. Yes, that your food comes alive and has eyes and mouths and brains. And dicks and apparently dicks, wants and to have want, sex, and they want to fuck, and they want to talk, and I'm like, ah. and then they're horrified by the fact that they're going to be eaten, and that's the thing that, that yeah, there's no like, oh my god, it's not, it's not okay, none of it's okay. Look, I was we, okay with the food fighters back in the '80s, I was okay with that. I had the toys, I had a uh, corporal corn dog and whatever well, the I fuck mean, those I stupid no, toys. I have no problem if you want to have anthropomorphic food. I right. have a problem when you have anthropomorphic food and then you, on top of that, you put anthropomorphic food that fucks. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's stupid, but I'll go with it. But then on top of that, you put anthropomorphic food that fucks and now has to save its life from being eaten by humans. That's where I get, I get real fucked up. 
the only food. Because now I'm supposed to feel empathy for the very food that I am supposed to eat. The only food that I'm okay with sentinently fucking is Pizza the Hut from Space Pulse. <laughs> He's an established crime lord who is okay, who's also made of pizza. Mm, yes, yes, he is. He's Pizza the Hut. I am okay with that. Other than that, fucking leave it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Only Pizza the Hut, the Sean Merrick story. (laughs) So Rogue apparently has like gone off to some abandoned mansion and they're like, oh, we shouldn't go there. But then all of a sudden some big like meteor comes crashing down. Mm. And then we cut to Professor X and Rogue in the airport. No, not Rogue. Not Rogue. I'm sorry. And Storm. Storm having a mohawk, which I have to say is my favorite Storm. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have her powers, though, right now. No, she has no powers, but she looks fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like waiting for the plane, which I guess is delayed. But while they're doing that, Professor X is like listening into people's stray thoughts and yeah. writing them down in a notebook. Because apparently, because he does teach a course and like probably like mutant. I think he teaches a course in mutant studies in like Columbia or whatever. Yeah, but like that's really fucked up. Columbia University. Yeah. And he's- this is where you I start start really realizing how screwed up his powers are. Yeah. And how fucking dangerous they are. Yeah. Because he's always presented as on a side of good, but this is not a good thing to be doing. Even if it's for research, even if it's for research, and, and it's 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 a completely against the scientific method. It's, appa- it's against how research should be done, and it's apparently it's a very xenophobic airport because literally, like, everyone's thinking about how terrified they are of mutants. Terrified of the mutants, but nobody's like thinking about like, man, that uh, Cinnabon is really expensive, right? Like, oh nobody's man, like that Cinnabon smells good. Cinnabon smells good, but Jesus Christ, five bucks, fuck that, right? Like, no one's thinking like that. Like, oh Jesus, I really want to go get Starbucks, but. The line. Line. I don't know if I'm going to get through the line before my I'm supposed to board. It's like, like, gotta, like, why, no one's thinking about I don't about like that. being rushed because I got to take my belt off and I got to put right. it back on. Right. Oh, I think my pants fell down. Look, everybody can see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was the 80s. You could walk up to the gate then at any time. Like, yeah, they're you, sitting you, at the gate. There wasn't a threat. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're sitting at the gate of the airport waiting oh, okay. for her. Because I remember when my dad used to take us through. That well, was back his, in like, the 80s, you could, you, Back in the 80s, you could just walk right out of the tar bag. You just get out of any plane you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it was. Because the only time you had to start showing your ticket was when you, you can really run on a plane. plane. There was an episode. I remember actually. There's a scene in the movie. I remember this from the movie. I think it's a women, woman, the woman in red, where Gene Wilder. Like the plane is already just about closed its door. I think closed it even closed its door, and the, but the but the stairs are still leading up to it. Oh, okay, and he's like he's late for this plane, but he runs onto the onto the the arms tarmac and up the stairs and starts pounding on the air airplane door. Yeah. And then they let him in and just like, okay, sir, here you go. Here's your seat. Yeah. You can't do that. No. Ever again. No, no, never, ever again. It will never be like that again. Cause I remember my dad, cause my dad loves planes. You know, he's flies sometimes uh, for hobby. And like, so anytime anybody would come to visit us, he would make sure we were at the fucking airport like four hours early. Because he wanted to just sit in the airport and watch the planes come in. And we would. We would go all the way down to the gate and we would just sit. And he'd be like, oh, look at that plane, girls. Oh, look, it's a DC-10. Oh, it's a blah, blah, blah. And we would just sit there. 
and watch all the planes come in until who or whatever relative was coming to visit would get off the plane and we'd be right there to meet them. Oh, man. Can't do that anymore. No. No. No, you have to find one of those uh, spots on. Uh... Yeah. But also, you're right. There should be more. Instead of just people being like, I'm so terrified of mutants, somebody should be thinking like, oh, you know, I hate flying. Uh, you know, I hope my mom is going to be okay. Like they're going to go see their sick mom. They're going to go see someone's new baby. Well, there's a few because there's a few of those thoughts, but I'm like, yeah, how come nobody's thinking? Most of it's just like terrified, fear, how, scared, how, how scared. How come, scared, how come scared. nobody's 1985 movies? Like, I really want to fuck Simon Le Bon. Like nothing uh, of that. Sort of, no one's like what happened along. to Bo Derek? You know, <laughs> whatever. Just you know, like a lot of 80s thoughts. Yeah, no one's thinking 80s. Michael thoughts. Jackson, he's a good singer. Yeah, you know? like no one's like, no one's thinking 80s thoughts. My Atari's on the fritz. Right. They're just all terrified. And this is pre-Fox News. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. So, they're just sitting there. And then, like, I guess uh, Colossus's sister. Eliana. Is M- there. Magic. And she has a dragon. It's Lockheed. That's, he's very cute. That is. Uh, oh, fuck, what's her name? That's Kitty's dragon. Kitty Pride's dragon. I didn't know she had a dragon. Oh, she has a dragon. Yeah, the dragon hangs out with her and stuff. And it goes. Is it small? Is it like a corgi? Yeah, it's like a corgi dragon. Oh. And, it, and it goes like, snort. That's adorable. And it flies around, and she, and it, you know, sometimes it breathes fire, but most of the time it's adorable. Yes, that's so cute. Yeah, so she I, has, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think it's a corgi dragon. It, I love corgi. Imagine a corgi, but also imagine a dragon. I like that a corgi with wings. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love corgis. I love corgis to the point where one time we were driving down the street and Sean was driving. <laughs> And someone was walking their corgi. I was in the passenger seat and someone was walking their corgi across the street on the sidewalk. And I saw it. I went, oh, shit. And I like pointed at it. I started yelling. And Sean thought like we were about to die. I thought there was an accident about to happen or something. And you're like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Oh, it's a corgi. I'm like, oh, it's a corgi. Okay, I'm glad. I can't control my reactions. Well, of are, yeah. I get really excited. There's one in our neighborhood and sometimes he'll walk by and I like feel like a creep because I stand at the window and just stare at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. So Corgi dragon. And so, so Corgi, Corgi she's dragon, like, she's, you know, she's wearing a buckaroo bonsai hat for yeah, some reason. And she's just like, don't let the professor see you. Yeah. And then, Even though the professor should know since he's reading everybody's fucking thoughts because he's a creep. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, there's a dragon here. Oh, it's one of my friends. Okay. And then we cut to. This is Rachel Summers. This who is. Uh, looks like Annie Lennox. Yeah. Well, it's the 80s. In uh, the Sweet Dreams video, basically. Yeah. That's exactly what she looks like. Uh, except she has a little bit of a mullet. So sweet bullets are made she of this. Is, yeah, looking out the window, thinking about things. She's thinking about. She's from the future. Yeah, and basically, like I think this is she, hard to explain for me. She basically she is Phoenix. She's, she's Scott and Jean. Okay, and I'm probably fucking this up. It's Scott and Jean Grey's kid from the future. If Phoenix. If Jean Grey lived. Okay. Right. And so, so she's she, like an alternate timeline. She's almost. basically an alternate timeline. I don't even want to get into this because it's so confusing. So it's like, it basically like Kitty Pride is. Well, yeah. So like, here's what happens. She's sitting there. She's staring out the window and all of a sudden she has a, a flashback, but yeah. it's also a flash forward because yeah. it's a memory thing. And she's dressed like this character called Hound who has been brainwashed to hunt down all the mutants so they can be killed. Um, so, but then Kitty Pride is there and Kitty Pride is older mm-hmm. 
and she's like her surrogate mom. Yeah. And so Kitty Pride's like talking to her and she's like, we're going to go like do this thing. And then I don't even know what the fuck happens right there. I have a question. What's going on in this picture? Just drawing here. Cause it looks like she has very extended earlobes. Do you see this? Yeah. She was stretching her earlobes before it was cool. I think it's just a coloring error. Well, I know it's just yeah, it's just fucked up. But like it was like her ears are super gauged. Yeah, they're super gauged. And like so and So she's so so her So she's having this thing and she's like, No, you know, we're trapped. Blah, she's having blah, basically blah, having blah. a yeah. And she's like, I'm not leaving you. And then Kitty Pride says Dark Phoenix. And then she comes to with the current Kitty Pride. Yeah. Being like, Hey, I just got off an airplane. And every and everybody hugs. Yeah, and she reckon they recognize each other at one point, and then everybody's excited. You know, Wolverine's dressed like Boss Hoss Bond Adventure. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's like, I got from Japan. I'm Hoss Bond Adventure, and there's there's Lockheed. See, oh, um, that's not weird. <laughs> no. Um, but then we get to so then we're uh, back with yeah, Colossus got, and yeah. all them. So Colossus and Nightworld Crawler investigate, and then they come to where you know after where this big lake explosion was they see all these animals and trees and stuff like that covered in this techno organic matter because basically what they've come to understand is because they're, they're aware of morlock and they're like oh geez this is how we, like his species eats this is right. what this looks like and maybe you know they already kind of are putting two two together about yeah. his father because they kind of know his story is basically he escaped you know it's like to come there's a it's a thing. thing. Alien, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Rogue comes to, because she, she flew into this building, and then it just exploded, and yeah. now she's like... because that's pretty much where, where uh, what's-his-face, that guy? Magus. Magus landed. Magus landed, and then she's like... She's like, I have to get away, and he's like, no. And he's like, and he finds out that he knows, you know, they know Warlock and everything. Right. And so... And she starts, like, ripping them, trying to rip them yeah, and stuff. Yeah, she's trying to fight him, and then Colossus and Nightcrawler show up. And shit's going down and people are fighting. And then Rogue gets the idea. Oh, not yet. There's still more fighting. Fight, 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 fight. Well, actually, was something where uh, Nightcrawler, what he does is, uh, so basically, Magus grabs Nightcrawler, uh, grabs Colossus and starts, like, ascending with him. And uh, what? Choose your own adventure. Oh, man. Is that a Flash Gordon look like? I don't know. There's a choose your own adventure ad in this book. And I, uh, here's my quick story about choose your own adventure. I once was given a novel that was choose your own adventure novel. I did not, I was not told what a choose your own adventure was. (laughs) I didn't know it was a thing. So I just read it from cover to cover because that's what I did. And I did not have any idea (laughs) what the fuck was going on. And then, well, maybe I didn't read it from cover to cover. Maybe I read a big chunk of it. And then I was like, wait. And then I finally realized what it was uh-huh. and how to work it. And every single time I would read it, I would always get eaten by a giant spider. Regardless of the choices I made, I always ended up on that page. Eating. Getting eaten by a giant spider in a cave. Dead. So I'm not good at it. No. no. Anyway. I'm, not, I'm not good at books. No, I suck at books, guys. <laughs> um, so basically, Nightcrawler grabs uh, the anchored part of Magus and he like, Bamps away with it because you know he can take things with him, mm-hmm. and uh, that really messes with uh, Magus, and thankfully drops Colossus before he can revert back to human form. Right, and then uh, Storm, no, no, Storm, uh, Lady uh, Rogue. Rogue gets this idea. She's like, "Well, look, maybe I can stop him by absorb absorbing him or something," and she like 
runs up and flies up and kisses him. Right. And it makes her all techno-organic-y. Yeah. But it also... Um, it doesn't seem to really do much to him, though. Well, it knocks him. Yeah, it kind of not. It doesn't do much to him, but it kind of makes you know. It stops him, right? For now, being, yeah. But it doesn't stop him permanently. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, they get out of the the mansion, and he's like, "You fools! I'm watch me blow it up," and, and so it burns. Yeah. So then they call in reinforcements. So this is when Storm and everybody else shows up. And this is again when we get to see Professor X just being fucking creepy with his power. Oh, what's he doing here? So they're here looking at all this stuff, being like, what's going on? And so all of a sudden, here comes a flashlight. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. It's a cop. It's a cop. And Professor X is like, don't worry. I'm making him see us in civilian clothing. I'm making him, making, making, making Wolverine look like Hosmod Adventure. Right. Which that alone would be fine. But not only does he do that, he's like, I'm making him believe our story, and then once we're gone, he'll forget this completely. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You, you could have just done one. You, he could have seen the X-Men, and you could have made him forget it completely. But he has to go through these, like, three different levels of fucking with this dude's head. Yeah. And I was just, like, really uncomfortable with that. I'm like, oh, that's not okay at or all. You could just, or what you could have did was just mask yourself. Yeah, just make him not see you at all. Because you do that all the time, Chuck. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, you really had to, like, fuck with this guy. And then this guy, when he walks away, he's like, man, I don't know why I even drove up here. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, I thought I left this at the bottom of the hill. Like, what's go- something's wrong, but I'm not sure. So, obviously, this guy's very disoriented. Yeah. He gets back in his car, and that's when he doesn't realize that something happens to him. I'm assuming he gets techno-eaten. Yeah, he gets techno-eaten. So He's eaten by the beats. Good job. <laughs> and and so and then that's when he's like... Uh, by Magus, by the way. Magus is just like, oh, well, I guess I should disguise myself as a human and yeah. try to go find my kid. Yeah. And so then we cut to Professor X, who is walking. Oh, wait. He... I don't know why he is not in a wheelchair. So I must have missed something where he's Was he not, walking earlier? I don't remember. So is he not paralyzed at this particular point in time? No, yeah, that's right. That's one, at one point he wasn't. Yeah, because I, I think around Secret Wars, and I know she know this, but yeah, he was able to walk. Okay. And then he then he, then he has to back down. And he's like a professor at Columbia. Obviously, he's a very smart man. So he's like, oh, you know, walking. He's like, I love doing this. I'm so happy. It's nice to get to out. I love talking to people. So great to be among normals. He doesn't say that, but, you know. And so, obviously, there's a bunch of students from his class who are like, die, mutant. And then they throw a rock at him, and they literally yeah. well, What he tries to do is he tries to freeze them with mentally, his, and then they... He misses one of them. Yeah, he misses one of them, and they throw a rock at him, and then uh, they beat the shit out of him. And they really beat the shit out of him. Like, it's pretty brutal. Like, there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And then, as he's laying on the street bleeding, somebody grabs him and, like, drags him in, and there's, like, just puddles of blood everywhere how is he not dead i don't know he should actually this beating should have probably killed him and then um there's like a car it's like snowing and there's a card it says peace on earth goodwill to men and that's it that's the end of this end of the book that's it that's it that's it for x-men uncanny x-men number 192 from april 1985 uh would you read the next issue of this yeah, I probably would. I probably would too. I don't know if I'd seek it out, but I'd, I'd read it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 like, oh man, if I see this, I'm going to read the next one. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like I said, this is a coherent story. It has, you know, 
shit makes sense in it. Yeah, I mean it does, but I mean at the same time, I don't know. I'm just still, I just, I'm so bored by X Men sometimes. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but and I know this is should be engaging. Yeah, I, and, there's I, a, and, there, and there's you know heart and thoughts and, and stuff, there's like, corgi dragons and there's corgi dragons and there's you know tickling and stuff. I mean, there's all sorts of fun things in here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, that's it. No, but yeah, it's uh, it's whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I'd probably read it again. Yeah, uh, sure. I like I like finding out what goes on. On the back, actually, we have a ad for Star Comics mm-hmm, with Strawberry Shortcake, Strawberry Shortcake, and Planet Terry, who has returned to the Marvel Universe. What are those called again? Ewoks. You, is that an Ewok? It's an Ewok. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was another little like fuzzy thing. Oh, well, there's Ewok. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Yep. Strawberry shortcake, whoever the fuck that is. That guy. Shirt tails. Shirt tails. Do you remember shirt tails? No. Fraggle Rock. You don't remember shirt tails? No, but it says here Muppet Babies and Fraggle Rock, which I remember both of those. I don't remember Planet Terry either. Wait, is that shirt tails? Uh, 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 uh. Wait, I thought shirt tails. I have no fucking idea. Get on. It's, it's, it's a moose. Moose with the sweater. All right. Well, that's it for that uh, for that X Men. That's how that goes. <laughs> so we'll be back with another book. Yes. Okay. After this. Hey, what up, peeps? It's Jesse Mae Peluso here to tell you about my podcast, The Sharp Tongue, heard each week right here on the Sideshow Network. Every episode is a slice of my life as a touring comedian, and I'm bringing you my favorite funny and interesting friends to talk about whatever is on our minds. I talk about road stories. I talk about horror movies, music, putting fingers in buttholes. Everything you ever want to talk about is right here. It's a sharp tongue with me, Jessie Mae Peluso, every week on iTunes and the Sideshow Network. Download, rate, and subscribe, and tell a friend to check us out, because we need validation. And by we, I mean me. I'm alone here in the studio. (laughs) All right, we're back here in our worst collection ever here on Sideshow Network with our second book of the show. And it is of a man who is a big star now. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's a Aquaman uh, volume three, number five from January 1995. Yeah, January 1995. It is the Peter David run that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. I think here, I'm finding that not people either really love this because if you read Wizard Magazine back in the 90s like I did, Peter David could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Between the Hulk and this, mm-hmm. he was the fucking king. But I feel like maybe in hindsight, I don't think everybody loved it as much. So maybe because I because because. The big reason why I maybe I've talked about this a little bit, but you know, the big reason why I really got back into comics in the past couple of years is because of a show that I discovered called the uh, Fire and Water Podcast, and it is the guy, uh, it is the Irredeemable Shag who's really into Firestorm, and it is Rob Kelly who's really into Aquaman, mm-hmm. and they talk a lot about DC and all this other comic book stuff. I mean, it's diverse, but they, uh, but they primarily focus on Aquaman and Firestorm you know, on their, you know, their content. And, uh, you know, I remember, I mean, I do hear him talk about, 
these things about about the, these particular runs and all this stuff. And I, I get this impression that he wasn't a big fan. Mm. So, all right. Uh, but we are going to talk about Aquaman. We feel like we've kind of uh, we've we've neglected we've Aquaman. neglected him. He is going to be a big star. He's going to be drinking whiskey in uh, Justice League. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that so that uh, Justice League trailer came out, or the just the footage at Comic Con a few weeks ago. Yeah, and that's where um, when after Aquaman slams Bruce Wayne against a wall, Bruce Wayne goes, "I hear you can talk to fish," and then gives him a look that they look like they're gonna make out. Like, <laughs> like it looks like Bruce is just like, "Yeah, you want to see my electric eel?" Here you can talk to fish. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like then he gives him this look, and you're just like. What, what if it, what if it, right. what, what if it was Sweet. it would be great if it was like yes. I hear you talk to fish and all he did was talk to Abe Vigoda as fish. <laughs> Abe Vigoda's dead now. Well, I know it sucks. Just... Abe Vigoda's dead because that joke would be much much better if you left. He just because <laughs> he just shows up like yeah I can talk to fish. Hey Abe, he's like maybe I'm... he's gonna take him to talk to Fish Mooney from Gotham. Oh shit, Fish Mooney. <laughs> That's the, right, she's she, back. She's he's the only one. That she's having people fish. make grilled cheese cheese sandwiches for her. That's right. Bake me a grilled cheese. What happened to her sandwich. at the end of that season? I can't remember. Is she hanging out with uh she with drove, Tommy with so Bruce or No, she drove the bus. She drove the bus with the with the monsters. With the literal monsters. Literal monsters. <laughs> oh my god, there's monsters. <laughs> that's right. They're literal monsters, and that's what Jim Gordon was like, you guys can handle it, runs away. That's right. He ran away. What a fucking asshole. Like this is literally Jim's like, I have to save the city, I have to save the city. Like, Jim, this is the worst thing the city's ever faced. He's like, y'all are fine. Run away. Forget that, ho. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't remember what happened after she drove the bus. I know she crashed. She crashed the bus. I mean, they- and, it, and Penguin found out she was still alive and everybody ran away. Yeah. Did she just walk away? Probably. Yeah. She must have just walked away. Okay. Anyway, so Aquaman, we we can go on, but uh, Aquaman's talking to Fish Mooney, and uh, yeah, I mean, and actually, I love that trailer part of that trailer because he walks in and like Super Batman's like basically like like Jesus Christ, do you not have any sort of like you know, subterfuge or something? Like he's walking in, it's like I'm Batman. Where's Aquaman? You know, just- I know that's what I that's that's what made me laugh because as much as I thought the footage to this was much more interesting, yeah. So I'm like, all right, it doesn't look too bad. Every guy he goes to talk to to be like, will you please join my group? Like, come join my club. He goes as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And not. it's fine if he goes to meet the Flash because you're like, all right, it's just one dude sitting in like a hideout, very well dressed. Fine. But he goes as a highly recognizable Bruce Wayne who has been in Turkish air commercials, who has his fucking face plastered across all forms of media across the world. Yeah. And he goes as Bruce Wayne to go find Aquaman. So when Aquaman shows up in a little group a couple months later, don't you think people are going to put two and two together on who the fuck came looking for him? No, because it's just the one guy wearing a mask. Jesus. And well, I think Flash has one too, but like, seriously, like he's pretty much the one of the only guys wearing a mask. Also in that trailer, no way, no way of no, nothing of him going up to Cyborg and being like, yep. "Hey, Cyborg, I heard you're a robot. You want to hang out?" And he's like, "I guess I'm a robot I can't really do much else." Yeah, so the zoo robot things like, "Oh, let's go fight, fight things." Yeah, 
yeah, that, that me, me, me and Wonder Woman are sitting here playing fucking SimCity. Just yeah, doing yeah. We're, I'm, we're I'm cracking room. jokes, guys. I got jokes jo- now. Guys, I, 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 I've been doing a tight five. <laughs> I'm going to do, do that Arctic open mic that uh, Superman runs. <laughs> yeah. I took it over, guys. I'm going to be the host. <laughs> so I'm, I'm booking. Yeah, so the, it's uh, yeah, so that that looks like it's gonna be fun, and he's and yeah, you know, so Aquaman's and they're drinking whiskey. Yeah, that's right, look, glowering, glowering, and like standing in water, and it's like, oh man. Yeah, he's like, look at me, I'm fucking Aquaman. He's gonna like, be right? so fucking manly. Yeah, the manliest. The manliest. So, anyways, uh, so Aquaman number five, July January nineteen ninety five. Uh, on the cover, Aquaman is fighting. A bunch of tentacles. Mm. He is. It's hentai. It, it is essentially hentai. Pretty much. There's tentacles everywhere. He is slicing one. He is being held up by another. Held up by another. He's having a party. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, yeah. So we start off and we got. We're in Alaska. Alaska. And there is. What's this guy's name? I don't remember this guy's name. It's not Keiko. That's the no, girl, that's the lady's name. I don't remember his name. So he is standing like on an iceberg. And yeah. he was like, Leave my village and my family alone. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a bunch of tentacles come up and grab him. Because it's hentai porn. And he But gets- it's called Out Cold. This is the name of the story. Yeah. So he's like, Oh, fuck you, and he gets pulled under the water. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so then we Cut to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So we're back at Pearl Harbor and Aquaman kicks open a door. Yeah. Because he wants to talk to some general who's sitting behind a desk. And it's Aquaman, Aqualad, and whatever the fuck that chick's name is. Dolphin. She wears de- jean shorts. Oh, she's been... she's been. She de- swims in denim shorts. Dolphin is... Is she a never nude? Is that, is that why she's wearing those shorts? Because <laughs> that, like that is their uniform. <laughs> there are dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> so they kick open the door. No, I'm just thinking about Never Nude. <laughs> I'm assuming she's a Never Nude. So they kick open the door. That's a good one. And he's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you, Aquaman?" This guy. And he's like, "I don't know why he's. I don't know what's going on." What he? I, I don't understand. He's like, you know, you're. Uh, he's looking for Admiral Storm, but there is no Admiral Storm here. And this is this guy behind the desk is not him. And Aquaman's like, but we flooded this base yesterday. And he's like, I don't know. Like, and this is what's weird. The general's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There's no flood. There was no Admiral Storm. You broke my door. What the fuck? You broke my door. Go away because you're no longer a king. So you don't have diplomatic immunity and we'll arrest you. Yeah, I know. He's throwing his. Because also at this point, he has the harpoon. Right. He just got the harpoon. Right. Because so, it's, a, yeah, he got the harpoon. He got his arm bit off a couple issues back and yeah. now he's got a harpoon and since i don't know exactly what aquaman wanted i still don't know and so they go away and they hitch a ride back to aqua city uh atlantis, atlantis. <laughs> aqua city. sure whatever uh, on the back of a whale it's only a continent <laughs> it's not a continent it's yes like, it is atlantis is a continent? atlantis was a continent of the sea was a continent it's not it's not a continent well, it's still a continent no not anymore it's sunk now it's on the bottom of the ocean what is it now ocean floor (laughs) (laughs) okay i I thought continents could technically only be above land so 
science, I think. I have to, you know what? I have to go back to look at the definition of what can be a continent. Because I don't think the ocean floor counts. Okay, whatever. Because then everything is a continent. All the world's a continent. Anyway, so Aquaman is having a brood. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, there's more answers, blah, blah, blah. Eh. So I'm going to find him, but now I have to find my father. Yeah. So then we cut back to Alaska, and there's this woman, Keiko. Yeah, who's uh, what's this fucking guy's name? She said Cor- Koryak. 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 And uh, she's just like, oh, he must be dead. Because they're like Eskimos. And yeah. The other- I'm so sad. My my son is now dead because he got eaten by hentai porn. Uh, but he he wasn't. He lives. And she's like, oh my god, you're alive. I'm so happy. And so he's like, here, I brought you a tentacle. Because this is what's been killing us. and This is what's killing our village. And he's like, I think it's because of me. Like, I think all of this is my fault. Yeah. And then the alarm goes off and he's like, oh, stay here, mom. And she's like, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming with you because I don't want to get eaten. Because I'm not. By tentacles. Yeah. So then we cut to what apparently is the aqua cave. Oh, it's, it's, it's his sexy cave. And he has a, it's a special. It's like just a place where he goes, and it's like yeah, and it's warm like, water. And yeah, she, you know, and he's got dolphin with her, and, and dolphins just like I'm never nude. Uh, and so she comes out of the the sea to like his little cave where he's reading a book. Oh yeah, and she's like, oh hey Aquaman, <laughs> and he's like, he's like brood brood brood. He's like, why are you still here? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like because what's he? He's what's a total he? dick to her. And she's like, oh, you know, here, there's time for other stuff. And they start kiss, like, you know, kissing because she wants to have sex. Yeah. Although I'm not sure how you have sex through denim shorts, but. Yeah, I know. Well, it was never I, dude, you know. Yeah. Who knows? So as they're kissing, like, he goes to, like, grab her, but he forgets he has a harpoon and he stabs her in the arm. <laughs> 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 and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, it's okay. And he's like, I don't even know you, man. He's having a bruise. Yeah, no, he's like, woman, I don't even know you. Yeah, he or gets something. all pissy. He's just, he's acting like a dick. Yeah. He is the Batman of the underwater world. Yeah. Because he's acting like a dick. So then, uh... <coughs> okay, so what the fuck is Garth doing? What is his thing? He's... Aqualad goes to talk to uh some guy with really no, he, weird hair. He talks to, oh, he, he's, what's his name here? I know his name. Uh... I read these things, you know. I know. I don't know. He goes to talk to this guy, and he wants to find out what's going on. He's an important on. name because he's a... Uh, he's like a... Volko. Yeah. So Volko, actually, Volko is apparently going to be the villain in when Aquaman comes out, mm. or whenever he is. He's I think Willem Dafoe is playing him. Okay. So that's... Yeah. Anyways. So... He's, like, telling him a story about how, like, there were a bunch of people who, like, believed in magic, and they ran off from... Uh, Atlantis to like go form their own civilization and like raise the dead. Right. And he's also wondering, well, did they ra- maybe they raised uh, Tula, Aqua Girl, who died during a crisis, like right. way back. So then we're, oh, and then Aqualad like comes to talk to Aquaman. Yeah. Because they're going to go to a funeral or something. Yeah, they have to go to a funeral, which, oh, shit, I wonder whose funeral that is. It's got to be a JLA member. Sure. So then we, as they're talking about that, we cut to uh, the Alaskan village where that 
octopus is just killing all the people. Yeah, it's it's going crazy. Yeah. And everybody's fighting it and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and so uh so but then the Koryak comes in and he jumps in and he's, and he's like, like I'll I'll save us. So he like jumps in the water. Well, something where he's like he's like even kind of doubting himself. Yeah. Where he's like, because he's like, I'm going to go and save him. And he's like, yeah, very dramatic. Very. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So then we're, we're back in Atlantis where Aquaman is staring at a picture of his mother. And he's like, I got to go find my father because my father knocked up a pregnant, uh, an earth woman. But I always thought it was the other way around. Mm, well, hang on here. Lisa, your mother is your dad. Those chronicles say your dad's centuries old. Why do you want to track him down? Because he's haunted me. My, he got my mother pregnant and abandoned her. Okay, but how you got to find him? His last known whereabouts were in Alaska. And it looks like Ocean Master. I thought, I thought Ocean Master was his brother. Yeah, that's what I don't understand because I always thought that it was his father was just like a regular his, his land father, guy. His, he was his father was a land guy and he had sex with a mermaid. Right. Or a late, you know, sea right. lady. And so who the fuck's that guy? I, I don't know. I look that, that looks like Ocean Master to me. Uh, I don't know. Um because yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me because that's what I always thought his origin was like. His dad was just like manning a lighthouse and he met a mermaid, they had the sex, and huh. that's why you have Aquaman. So they go off to Alaska, whatever, and then in the back of Alaska, the Koryak jumps out with a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah, he's like, Oh, I couldn't save them. And then people are like really mad at his mom because his mom shows up. They're like, We know about you, it'd be better if you just left. Yeah. So well, just tell us switching back and forth here. There's a lot of, of switching. Like, like, so like, now we're back in like a car, like an underwater water car, because yeah. Aqualad was like, I'm going to go f- figure out what's going on with those magic people. Yeah. Dolphin, do you want to come? And she's like, Nah. No, I, I want to fuck Aquaman and his weird harpoon. Uh, even though he stabbed me and he hates me and he has no desire to hang out with me, I'm just going to make myself a nuisance and follow him around. Uh, well, why so, is he letting her? I don't know. And I don't know why she's putting up with it. Like, I don't know why she's not like, I'm out. I'm going to bounce. I'm going to go hang out with Aqualad and play with this cool gun that just blew a hole in a wall. That's way more fun. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go play with guns. Broody, pain in the ass Aquaman. And Aquaman's driving of like a, a like a water car. Yeah. And he's kind of like, I don't want to swim all the time. Yeah, I get to drive a car too. I have uh, I have an Atlantis water water light driver's license. And, and so Aqualad's like putting on a uniform or whatever, and he almost kills a guy. And so then we finally get to Alaska. And Aquaman surfaces in his car and he's like, hey, uh, fisherman, I'm looking for this person. And this is where you get to see Aquaman with his harpoon and his like, you know, pants. But this is what I didn't understand. He's got like a metal arm brace. Yeah, that's like his his arm or whatever. But it's only on one arm and it's on the arm that has his hand. It would make more sense if this was where his harpoon, this is how his harpoon was I don't know the the physics of that. Would would be uh snapped to his body. Right. But so it should be flipped. So this is what he puts on when he needs to wear his harpoon hand. I guess. I don't know. I don't quite understand his outfit. So it doesn't make any sense. No. It's like just like literally like a sleeve and then like the re- it's just like two straps. <laughs> like it's right. really dumb looking. So they um, get out so they get out and they're like, Hey fishermen people that we're seeing here, uh, we need to like not look like a bunch of maniacs. But she's wearing jean shorts and a parka 
So obviously, well, she kind of looks like you know, like a human. Well, she looks like a human, but she's wearing jean shorts and it's freezing. And Everybody it's in else, the Arctic Circle. Yeah. So, and Aquaman, like, and Aquaman just has a floofy hood. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he looks like Captain Cold. Yeah. And they're like, hey, but he's got his little spike sticking out of his hand. Yeah. They're like, we're looking for uh, Keiko, and they're like, oh, it's this way. So he knocks on the door. He's like, hello. Hello. I am Aquaman. Hello. I am looking for Keiko. And he walks in. He's like, oh, is she here? And he's like, so you're Aquaman. He's like, yeah. And he's like, you son of a bitch. And they start fighting. Yeah. So um, what's that guy's? Koryak. 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 They start fighting. So they start punching and fighting and fighting and punching. And he's like, oh, you're a good boy, but I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Why do you want to fight me? Punch, 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 punch. So as they're fighting, Keiko finally shows up and she's like, Arthur? Well, and as he's fighting, and he's uh, she's like, "What?" It's like Arthur, and he's like, and he's like, "It's like, what the fuck's wrong with this kid? Why is he trying to?" Because he's because he's like because he keep out. I owe him, and and Arthur's like, he owes me. Who is this little bastard? And then the woman starts laughing, right? And she's like, "It's like that's so funny because he's your son." Yeah, because like literally the fight start stops, and it's like, "Why are you laughing?" It's like because he's your son. Dun dun dun. Aquaman has a son. My son, doing it for my son, Aquaman. Son, he's gonna go on chopped and create. Does a, that guy ever show up again? Is he like important in any way? You know, I I didn't do enough research as to see if he's actually a dude. I think that this is a whole development and stuff like that. But as far as I know, yeah, I don't think anything really. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because it's you know it's DC. It's probably already been erased. I'm sure. I'm certain. I'm sure it, that that guy probably doesn't exist. He's probably anywhere. Yeah, uh, nobody cares. Or maybe, it was, re- maybe, maybe it was revealed that it wasn't his son. You know, they probably retconned it already or figured out a way to get out of it. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Aquaman having a kid. Yeah, having Our- a son and uh, hanging out with never nudes. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. Aquaman. So that's Aquaman. That's so, Aquaman number five from uh, volume three from January 1995. Would you read the next issue of this book? Eh. I mean, I'm not going to look for it, but if I was given it, yeah, I'd probably read it. I'm not. You don't want to know what happens with Aquaman and his wandering dick and his... his... Do not care. <laughs> and his never nude friends. I just need to go back and get some get some history from the wiki about these guys and just figure out because that's all I need. I don't need to read about the further adventures of Aquaman and Eskimo son. Mm. I do not care. Yeah, I, I do not. Enough. I am. I'm bored. Yeah. I hate random children in books. Too, yeah. So well, he's not like a little kid. He's not like, I know at least, at least he's a, a, an adult, but he's I a just grown, hate He's that. a grown badass. Yeah. I just hate I, that. I will say that he's a grown badass and he you know, is. He's, he's a grown badass. He's actually a much more engaging character than, the other people in this book, <laughs> you know, than Aquaman himself, as far as I'm concerned. Our Aquaman himself just is like such an asshole, and he just broods his way through this book. But then there's stuff that I'm like, I don't even know what the hell's going on because he's like yelling at. I mean, granted, I, I'm not reading this in right. order; we're just reading this randomly. But it's right. like he's yelling at this guy. He's yelling at you. Know, he's bitching at Aqua you know, or Dolphin Aqualad and Dolphin. And it, it's kind of one of those things. This it, the same thing happens with Batman, where they're so terrible to everybody around them, and yet everybody just hangs out with them. Nobody says "fuck you" and walks away. Bag of 
backwards. Which they should, because yeah. no one should be treated this way. I don't care what kind of powers you have. I don't care what kind of money you have. You don't get to be an asshole all the time. Yeah. For no fucking reason. Yeah, just give me Aquaman. Like, go to fucking yeah. therapy and stop bothering me. Like, it's yeah. not fair. Yeah. It's so. It's just, it's... But I'm brooding and complicated. Ugh. Oh, I still want to have sex with you, even though you treat me terribly. Yeah, this is, this is actually... That's what it is. This is, to be honest, this is ex- this is super 90s. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. If, we're, if we're going down the, you know, if we're like, oh, well, you know, this is indicative of the 90s, like, it totally is, because you got a brooding hero who everybody loves, you know, who who people love, and he's like, but I'm so tough. Oh, you know. But I've got, I've got complicated problems. I got long hair and a beard now. Yeah. Also a half-sleeve shirt thing. Yeah. So... That's I mean, awesome, this is definitely this this sort of situation will definitely revitalize the character. Yeah, because like, I because I remember you know again reading Wizard magazine, it was always like the joke about Aquaman. He's just some guy in an orange sweater that talks to fish. Right. But you know, this was very different and very unique, and you know, it made it uh, you know it, it drew a lot of interest to the character and sustained itself pretty good. Yeah. For a couple of years until they probably just did something else with it. But, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh yeah that's it for Aquaman. And that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week um, with another books and other comments and all the stuff we do here. Uh, th- uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we can go get some food. I know. I'm just I'm thinking about food. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, please check us out on Twitter. I'm at Angry Hero Sean, S-H-A-W-N. That's my Instagram as well, Angry Hero Sean. Also, the Tumblr for me is theangryhero.tumblr.com. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And of course, sideshownetwork.tv is where you can get all of our shows. Please go to iTunes for our show, Where's Collection Ever, and rate, subscribe, uh, leave a review, uh, tell a friend, give us five stars if you think we deserve it. Be cool and have fun with uh, with the podcast and with podcasts in general. So that's uh, that's my PSA for today. Good job, Luke. Uh, okay, folks, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye.